Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonsai's podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. Do you have a favorite place to go? And for example, your home countries or favorite restaurant or favorite movie theater or anywhere that you really love it. But all of a sudden, somehow, this that place became very dangerous so that uh, the government decided that uh, that place must be demolished. So when next time when you go there, uh, there's nothing there. Then your your heart would be very devastated because you used to have a lots of great memories there, and、uh, you used to meet with your friends and family members, and so you have a, such a great memories there. But now all of a sudden it's all gone, so it should be very very sad. However, good news is that you are safe because if you keep going there, you might be、um, you might be in danger, and then you may get hurt. It's better that that place、uh, to be gone、uh, than you go there and. Get hurt. Now today, as we go through the Book of Revelation, we're gonna see there is a place that we must come out. Although that place is very, very influential, and somehow it may be a great、uh, place, taking a lot of huge place in our hearts, but we must get out of that place, and we'll know what that place is. And why we need to get out of that place. So we're gonna look at、uh, Revelation chapter eighteen verses four through five to find out the answer. So let's go back to let's go to today's passage together and read this passage. I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her, my people, so that you will not participate in her sins and." Receive of her plagues, for her sins have piled up as high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Amen. Now, from this passage, we're going to look at two things. The first one is, who is Babylon? So, Babylon is the place. This the city、uh, that we need to、uh, know what that is. And then, second, we need to come out of. Babylon. So, what is Babylon, and come out of Babylon? So, let's go back to today's passage, and then we see that I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her." Now, who is her? Her is Babylon. So, I want us to look at what this Babylon is. Now, Babylon is a big subject because we see that name throughout the Bible. Now, here, this is the Book of Revelation, and、uh, at the Contemporary of John's time, there was no、uh, country called Babylon. Babylon existed in history, but here the Babylon is more symbolic. It's a, it's the representative of the world, the world full of sin, the full of idolatry and adultery. Now, if you look at the the Bible. Even from the beginning, we see the human-centeredness, the human,、uh, the、uh, the sins. Now we see from the、uh, chapter three of Book of Genesis that Adam and Eve they were deceived by Satan, and they wanted to be become like God in knowing good and evil. So they disobeyed God by、uh, taking the tree of good and knowledge and evil. But that sin of self-righteous,、uh, the self-centeredness and the human-centeredness、uh, have not. Ha- Did not stop there. It was continued in Genesis, Genesis chapter eleven. We see the the human effort that people were trying to build a huge tower to reach God. They wanted to become like God, and the tower was called Babel. Babel. Now the ba- the Babylon. The original word for Babylon is actually coming from Babel. Now the word Babel means confused. Confused. So they could be confused、um, about. 
who they were because they were just a human human and they were creatures they were creation they were not god but somehow they wanted to become like god so we see that this uh, the pattern was being continued that's embedded in our human dna that human want to become greater greater and better each time i mean being greater being great is not a sin it's not a bad thing however the problem is they wanted to uh, control over other things and even including God they wanted to become God themselves now at the time of history there was actually the country called Babylon and historically it existed actually existed for 1500 years so that's a long time in BC before Christ and then it's the Babylon was such a huge powerful country so influential country so the architect and art and all the culture that was from Babylon still influences that uh, that's influential even among the western civilization and then we see a lot of western civilization everywhere in the world and then the babylon was the first country with the written document written language now the uh, up until that time people were just verbally communicating to each other but they began to uh, leave their writings, their uh, conversation in the writing forms. So that itself was a huge paradigm shift, and that was a very uh, great the reno- uh, the the uh, um, innovation. So we can see that how influential that country, that uh, Babylon culture was. But at the same time, it was a very religiously diverse country that they were serving, they were worshiping more than twenty one hundred gods. Now, so they've polyth- polytheistic country, but at the same time, they're sexually very immoral. That uh, they their houses were like a love hotel, and uh, it's like um, you know, um, it, it was more than just a living there. They were actually uh, conducting a lots of uh, numerous sexual immoralities there, but also in their ho- their home, the rooftop rooftop was a was used as a shrine or some sort of a um, the a tabernacle or temple so that they could kind of justify their uh, sinful behavior by saying that you know this we're just still loving God we're worshiping God of course they're worshiping their own pagan gods and then homosexuality was not even a big deal at the time it was not nothing new to them so we overall we can see that uh, uh, the Babylon was a very powerful country and uh, but this it's it's a, a religiously very very pagan and uh, of, of course spiritually they were very pa- uh, they're abominable against God so that um, this country um, was very very in you know in other words it's a very powerful and attractive country yet it was a very sinful country before the Lord. And today's text in Revelation chapter 18, we see that Babylon is depicting the world power, especially political and economical power. Now, politics, economics, those two are very, very significant arms of human society, that those are the main elements of the human ruling power. So, with the power of the politics and economics, you can actually control the world. So, this Babylon is the representative of world ruling power. So, with all that said, we can see that Babylon is a sum 
of the、uh, world power and attractiveness that the people love it and people live with it, and then people are just so accustomed to it. So, in their hearts, they are un- unconsciously they are just learning and living with the Babylon、uh, in themselves. So, they wanted that's why the people wanted to become powerful, people、uh, they wanted to become attractive, and they want to rule the world. And that is just a human culture, not just in the、um, Thousand years ago, but also even now, we see Babylon everywhere. We see Babylon in our countries, we see Babylon in our medias, we see Babylon in our schools and、uh, counties, and even in our homes. Babylon is so powerful, strongly embedded everywhere in the world. So, we have to be very, very careful about this reality of who the Babylon is. However, the problem is this. That、uh, this chapter, chapter 18, talks about the Babylon is fallen. The Babylon is great, but the fall of Babylon is greater and it is humongous and it is very awful. And it was very quick. Now, it's、uh, ironical that、uh, you know, to build the Babylonian power, empire, empire or architect, it's going to take、uh, several years, it will take、uh, too long. However,、uh, That's dest-、uh, destruction and demolition of Babylon took only one hour in the Bible. Of course, it's not, it may not be the uh, literal uh, one hour, but it's a symbolic, yet it really tells us that the p- destruction of Babylon will be very quick and it will be very great. So even the king, kings of the world la-、uh, lament about it. They cry over it, they mourn over it because they remember how glorious, how beautiful the Babylon was. However, the devastation, destruction of the, uh, uh, the Babylon was so quick and so devastating, and then it's, it's, nothing is left. Everything is gone. Just like I mentioned earlier, that your favorite place to go, but if, the, if it's gone, then it will be very, very sad, but it will be very. Also, the, the impact would be huge. I still remember that、uh, in front of my workplace in my office, there used to be a huge mall. I mean, you name it, all kinds of mall, the、uh, brand was there. And、uh, it was pretty busy, lots of people going in there and coming out. And then I saw, I kept seeing the uh, uh, families uh, g- going, going in there together. And then when they're coming out, they're all, always in kind of holding some bags and、uh, they have smiles in their face. And you know, I can see that they were very sad. Satisfied. However, I cannot see them anymore because this,、uh, somehow the business went down and then、uh, they decided to close the mall a few years ago. And then, not just closing the mall, they decided to、uh, totally destroy the whole building. So, right now, it's just a heap of dust and then、uh, the weed is just growing everywhere. And it's so, so、uh, devastating because I, I see, I remember how glorious, how beautiful, how、uh, the big the shopping mall was. But now I see the, the reality of it. It's, it's all gone. So, in between the past reality and then the present, the horrible present,、uh, it's, it's, it's actually very difficult to connect the dots. But how much more、uh, horrible the,、uh, the fall of Babylon would be? Because it used to be very, very gigantic and、uh, powerful, influential, not just for a few years, but thousands of thousands of years for a long time. But all of a sudden, it's all gone. So that it's a very, very, it will be very、uh, hard to grasp it. This, this is why a lot of people will be crying、uh, over the death destruction of 
the Babylon because they remember the past glory, but the present reality is so severe. This is why the second point is this, that we need to come out of the Babylon. So let's go back to today's passage. It says, I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out, come out of her, my people. So God is calling his people, uh, God is calling the believers saying, You are my people. Now this is the action that you need to do. Uh, the action number one is to come out of Babylon. There's the reason why. So that, number one, you will not participate in her sins. And second, you will not receive her plagues. For her sins have piled up as high as heaven. Just like a Tower of Babel. You know, Tower of Babel is not just architecture, but it's really the, uh, the combination, accumulation of human sin, the self-righteousness and the self-centeredness that they wanted to do everything with themselves, not trusting in the Lord, not depending on the Lord. Uh, they wanted to do everything on themselves. And God has remembered her iniquities, right? So this is the sins of the Babylon but God is telling us to come out of it so that we will not participate, we will not join their sins. In other words, if you stay, if you stay in Babylon, then most likely the Babylon is going to influence you so that you will sin against God as well. And then second, if you stay in the Babylon, then you would receive the same destruction as the city is being destroyed. Okay, so that you need to come out of Babylon. This reminds me of Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham and his nephew Lot were traveling together, but Abraham had to um, choose his place to live. So he chose a humble place, but Lot uh, chose a better place in the human eyes. When he saw the Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, it was like, wow, this is a beautiful place. And then the, the, it looks like a business, a business are going really well here. So this is the perfect place for our family to settle down. However, in front of God's eyes, in the eyes of God, this city, Sodom and Gomorrah, they were like this Babylon. This Sodom and Gomorrah were, were piling up with, their, with her sins because they were committing, conducting so much of a sexual immorality and abominations before God. So, but human eyes, in human eyes, it can be very attractive and deceiving, just like Babylon. Babylon was a great attractive city. You know, if you look at Babylon, you will be attracted by it. I mean, in the human eyes, it's like a, it's a no-brainer. Like when you go there, if you go to Babylon, you might feel like your business, your life would be much better than countryside uh, or rural, rural area because everything is there. However, God knows the reality. So all of eventually, God decided to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of her sin. But here is the grace of God because God called Abraham to tell Lot to, uh, to, uh, to talk about the upcoming destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And God told Lot and his family to come out of Sodom and Gomorrah. But the sad thing is this, Lot's uh, sons-in-laws did not pay attention to uh, Lot at all, it, so that they were destroyed uh, with the city together. And the sad thing is, that Lot's wife also turned back, and she was not supposed to do that because God committed not to turn uh, back, but she turned around and she also became the pillar of salt. So how sad that is. But the love of God is this. God is not destroying 
destroying the people of God, his people, with others when he destroys the city. Because God always calling people out, calling people to come out of that sinful city. And that's what God did. So Lot and his two daughters were spared and because of God's love. So same thing here as well. Not just for Sodom and Gomorrah, but God is calling us to come out because if we are His people, then we need to act. The action is needed. The action is to come out of this world. Now, the Babylon represents the world so that when God says come out of Babylon, it means come out of the world because the world is full of sin. First John chapter two verses fifteen through seventeen uh, say about the the uh, uh, reality of sin. What makes up the what makes up the world? There are three things: lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and boastful pride of life. These three are the elements of the world, and there is no love of God. They are not compatible to each other. Love of God cannot be with this world that the world full of lust of flesh and eyes and the boast of a pride of life. So look at all the products and look at all the ways and systems and culture that we are living in. Most of it are from this worldly system coming out from lust of eyes and uh, flesh and the boastful uh, pride of life. And that is what the uh, the Babylon is. So we must act. The action is clear. Act is to come out of it. We cannot just stay there and to fight uh, with it. Uh, just like we saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Uh, uh, chapter uh, chapter 10, verse 16, that uh, we need to escape the temptation. We need to escape. We need to come out from the Babylon instead of staying there. Because if you just stay there, then most likely you will be influenced and you will be compromising with the Babylon. And that is not the way of God. Either we stay there or either we come out from the Babylon. There is no middle ground. So how should we live? First of all, we need to identify the Babylon. Babylon is everywhere. And we need to know the temporary nature of the Babylon. Babylon will look very good to us. It will be very enticing. And it's very powerful. It is something that we want. But we need to recognize the reality of the Babylon, just like in James chapter 1, verses 10 through 11. It is like a rich man pursuing uh, the richness of the world. But the richness of the world is like a flower. Flower looks very beautiful, maybe for a few days, maybe even for a few weeks. However, eventually the flower will fall down, fall off. And then when it falls down, then it will become ugly. It will become smelly. And that is the reality of the world. Just a few days ago, I heard the story of my friend and he had to go back to his um, uh, home country to to move her parents' tomb to a different place. And, and on the process, he got to see the, this, the dead bodies of his parents, deceased body, and then there was nothing but bones. And he sobbed because he, st he still remembered the warmth of his parents. But now the present reality is so different because all gone, the flesh is all gone and nothing but 
bones. Now, it is not just my parent, my friend's parents. It is for all of us because eventually we all die, and when we die, our flesh will be gone. I know,、uh, you know, the going to the gym and managing your body is very important for the glory of God. If you use your body for the glory of God, that's good. But there are people who are obsessed by this workout、um, because they want to maintain the beauty of their bodies, and I think it's very foolish. Foolish because we need to recognize the reality of our life, our body. Our body will decay. Anyway, so、um, our body is is going to be gone at some point. So rather than、uh, being obsessed by all the workout, we need to really recognize the reality of our body, recognize the reality of Babylon, and we should not invest in those temporary things that will decay anyway. We need to seek God's kingdom that will never perish. That G, the,、uh, John chapter one verse fourteen, the Word became flesh, and the flesh,、uh, the Word dwelt among us, and we saw His glory, full of grace and truth. The world is full of the false glory, false beauty that will fall off anyway. However, Jesus is eternally glorious, eternally beautiful. So we need to fix our eyes on Christ Jesus, who will never decay, because Jesus died for our sins and He conquered the death. He rose from the dead. He has the eternal body. And those who believe in Jesus Christ will die, but eventually, at the day of resurrection, their even their dead bodies will be joined to the whole being of the resurrected body, so that they will be with Christ Jesus forever. That is the kingdom investment, and that is what I think. The most important thing that we need to focus on. So always, do not be deceived by the outward greatness of Babylon, because Babylon will be fallen, and that fall would be quick and great. So do not pay attention to Babylon. And the second thing that we need to do is this: that we need to come out from Babylon. We need to come out of it. But what does that really mean? Does that mean that we need to kill ourselves so that we will、uh, just physically、uh, come out from this world so that we can be with Jesus forever? Of course not. Now we're still living in this world. In other words, we're still in Babylon. So what does that mean to come out of it? Is there any way that we can come out of it while we're still in it? The perfect example is Daniel. Now Daniel. Chapter ten, verses seven through nine, we see that Daniel alone saw the vision of God. And now, Daniel, where was Daniel? He was literal Babylon. He was living his most of his time in the kingdom of Babylon. As I mentioned earlier, the Babylon was a great country with the pagan culture. It was very difficult for them, for the people inside of Babylon, to worship the true God because everything was pagan, everything was idol worship, and sexual immorality was great. However, Daniel maintained his spiritual purity even in the midst of. Amid the Babylonian culture, right there, even though he spent most of his time there, he was not even he was not there for like a one one year or a few weeks as an international student. No, that was not the case. He spent most of his time almost like a, as a refugee or immigrant living in Babylon. However, there he kept his spiritual integrity. How? Because he was a man of. Prayer. He always prayed, even at the risk of his life. He prayed, 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 prayed before God, and that is something that what we need to do. Yes, we are in the pagan culture. We are still living in the very similar, the Babylon, similar to Babylon. 
type of uh, cultural system. However, we don't have to be deceived by it. We don't have to be influenced by it. But we can still keep our spiritual integrity, spiritual relationship with God through deeper prayer. That we need to uh, soak in prayer each day. That we go to the Word of God and meditate on the Word of God and we pray to the Lord and we keep uh, talking, conversing with God through our prayer. It's very, very significant. Now, if we spend more time with the worldly things like a smartphone and a media or Netflix, then those medias, the Babylon, is going to um, influence. And that is no-brainer. It's uh, uh, The more you watch it, the more influence you will get. However, coming out, uh, you need to come out of that cultural baggage, the Babylonian baggage in your TV, in your computer, in your smartphone, and everything, everything that you see. How? By focusing on the Lord and by praying to the Lord. So that prayer is so significant. It will keep us spiritually fresh so that we can always maintain the spiritual uh, the integrity. And that is how we can come out from the world, uh, from the uh, Babylon. But also, Jesus calls people out. How Jesus called his 12 disciples to become his disciples. That they, uh, they literally uh, came out from their um, daily works and uh, families and all those things. And then they began to follow Jesus Christ. And also, when Jesus was ascended to heaven, Jesus sent them back to the world. And not to love the world, but to influence the world with the gospel of Christ Jesus. That's what we need to do. Now, we, are, we came out of the world by the grace of God. That God keeps us holy. But at the same time, we need to go into the world as the ambassadors of Christ Jesus. That we need to carry the gospel of Jesus to share it, to spread it to all around the world. So that more people would come out of Babylon. We need to call as the uh, the messengers of Christ Jesus to call them to come out of this world. Now, Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and He is the one who calls us out of bondage of sin and death. In John chapter 2, Jesus said, destroy this temple and I will raise it about raise it up again in three days. Now, the, the earthly temple was destroyed completely. However, Jesus died and he rose again in three days. He was talking about his body, that he raised his body so that he uh, became the eternal king and eternal Lord, that uh, he received all the authorities and power of the heaven and earth, and he is our Lord, and he is leading us so that we don't have to be, we wouldn't have to worry about all the temporary nature of the world, but we need to focus on and fix our eyes on Christ Jesus. We just need to follow him, and he is going to continue to lead us out of the world, and he's going to send us into the world to share this gospel of Christ Jesus, who is eternal, so that people will not have to live in the Babylon and be destroyed with it, but they can be saved out of this Babylon to be with Christ Jesus in heaven forever. So let's remember the temporary nature of Babylon and let's come out of it. 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful and encouraging message. Father, please help us to see the reality of Babylon, that we will not love the Babylon, we will not strive or uh, have a passion for the Babylon. But Father, please help us to come out of it, yet help us to go into it to share the gospel of Christ Jesus. Help us not to compromise with the world, with the Babylon, but help us to come out of it uh, by your grace, by your power, and to live holy as you are holy. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen.